and welcome to this, oh, this episode of Hammering Down the Yes. That's the most redneck I've sounded in a long, long time. Um, I want to go ahead and apologize for the background noise. <laughs> I'm currently sitting in a coffee shop. Um, my house doesn't have any heat, so it was either look at my breath for the entirety of this episode with cold hands and I'd, I would just been miserably cold or I come here record and have a little bit of background sound but to me there's something about the uh, ambiance of a coffee shop I mean just listen to it yeah that was probably annoying but it's fine I have a nice little shot of espresso this is my little hometown uh, or my home coffee shop uh, five um, I'm not sponsored, um, but if they want to sponsor me, that'd be really sick. But I don't think anybody here listens to me, nor probably should they. Um, it's not great. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the door's slamming. It's great. Um, there's a lot to talk about, you know. Um, I'm taking little shots of espresso, drinking shots of espresso. I'm not taking shots. God, I'd be so hyper. Um, there's a lot to talk about today. Um, I don't know how long this is going to be. I always say that, but I want to kind of talk through some things and let's just kind of work in, let's talk about all of it. So, um, everybody I think saw that the Legion are taking on Atlanta United on February 20th. I think that is the date. Um, yeah, this is big for the Legion. This is going to be the first home game at Protective Stadium. Huge. Very, very huge, at least to me. Um, yeah, February 20th. This will be a Sunday. And Anderson Asedu, um, like I said, if you haven't listened to uh, Anderson Asedu's, uh, episode with me do it now honestly just leave this podcast it is so good anderson is such a good speaker and uh yeah anyway um he wants twenty thousand people there so buy your tickets as soon as possible legit get in there here is my here's my big thing this is the legion's day i get that most people listening to this are probably atlanta united fans i get that but this isn't the day. Uh, this is about our club, our city, everything like that. I want, whenever we see pictures, because right now we see old pictures of the first time we played, and it is just a lot of Atlanta United fans. Also, I'm realizing that all of my peas are, like, really popping through this. I'm really sorry about that. I don't have my pop filter. Um, probably should have brought that, but, hey, you know, we live and let live. Um, I'm just a hot mess today, but we just need to really have all our pictures be black and gold. I don't want Atlanta United to take the show because when people who are not Legion fans see these pictures and they see the majority is red and black, it just paints this narrative. Oh man, I just did that right into the microphone again. It paints this narrative that that the Legion is minor league and I've been fighting that for so long that Legion is not minor league that we are a professional club but the moment these people see that the this MLS club comes into Birmingham and just has more fans here 
it's not great so wear your black and gold if you really feel that strongly that you need to wear Atlanta United because you're that you're that devoted to them wear a hat wear a pin wear some socks bring a jersey with you get it signed afterwards but for the love of God wear black and gold please um, that's going to be really exciting. Anderson wants to see 20,000 people. I think the allotment that they have for us is only 15,000, so let's see how that goes. <laughs> um, but that should be fine. Um, but yeah, so I've started doing some research on going to some away days, and I have some thoughts. I think I'm going to go to New Mexico. That's the plan. If my fiance can go with me. If her internship starts during that time, then maybe I don't go to New Mexico. I'd prefer not to go alone, um, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I thought I would love to go to New Mexico. It's definitely going to be very pricey, but mm, we'll see. Um, I don't know how. Right now, I'm kind of on a job hunt, but nobody's calling me back. And I'm, other than the few people who are subscribed through Buy Me a Coffee, which I may shut that down. I feel like I'm not doing enough on that end to warrant having one. Um, just to be honest, I appreciate all the people that have supported me through that. It means the world to me. But, I mean, admittedly, this podcast does not make me money. I don't have sponsorships. I do it because I love it, but I also want to make it a job. But in the meantime... I need to make money. Um, and none of these places are calling me back. I feel like I'm pretty good at pouring a good beer and running people food and all that jazz. I don't know. I'm just complaining at this point. Just call me back, people. Please. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's fine. The really big news, I think, that came out recently is that Birmingham native Jaden Cervania is off to North Carolina, um, which is a USL League 2 side now, if you did not realize, because I know we played them a ton in the, yeah, I think we even played them in the USL Championship playoffs our first year. That was the team we beat. Um, so he's off to there to play in League 1. He's likely going to be the star of that team. Um, I'm really not happy that we let him go. There was a lot of marketability with Jaden. He's a hometown kid. He, I mean, straight from the 205. He's a Puerto Rican international. He's only 20 years old, man. 20 years old. I just, and we lost him. Honestly, one of the best inside forwards in all of the USL. I'm very upset that we lost him. But the issue is, is that... Looking at the formations I've been making, because uh, Legion Fanatic, he, you know, I asked for questions and formations came up, and you know, there's not much of a place that there would have been for Jaden. Uh, that's not true. The, we would have had to play a very specific style to fit Jaden into the starting lineup, which for him to continue playing for Puerto Rico, I feel like that's what would have need to happen. For us to continue to play Jaden on a regular basis, I feel like we would have had to have Marlon. 
uh, Marlon Santos, one of our or yeah, Marlon Santos, uh, one of our new signings to play as a striker was John uh, USL Tactics says that would be a really good spot for him, but I feel like that's not going to happen. But one of the one of the formations that I came up with, if we wanted to have Marlon up top, um, it's essentially a four four two. Keep it simple, four four F and two. Um, that's for all the British people who are watching. <laughs> I'm just ridiculous. Um, but basically, four man back line with is well, like I said, it's a four one three two. I don't know if I did say that, but it's four man back line. Then we have Anderson Asidu, who is going to be um, playing this kind of holding anchor defensive midfielder. And I okay. Let me stop myself. It's not really a four one three two. The way I have it set up is a four one three one one. Follow me. Four one three one one. Um so what I'm kinda thinking here is four man back line, Anderson playing this anchor uh defensive midfielder, then directly in front of him is gonna be Bruno Lapa and pushed up to the sides will be uh, Enzo and Enzo and uh, Prosper. Um, basically, it'd be kind of like a four-one-one-two, but not really worth explaining like that. But Enzo and Prosper all lined up, and then in front of Enzo and Prosper will be sitting uh, Eddie uh, Harvat, which is the Croatian a player we just signed who he would kind of be a target man but kind of a late runner into the box filling up a very similar role that JJ Williams did and in front of him would be Marlon who would be kind of like a pacier Nico Brett I think this could be a really fun role I think this would work out really well for us it would still you know do a lot of wing play which Tommy likes to do and I think it would make good roles of Prosper, who could really play as an inside forward, um, or um, uh, what's the word? Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> inside forward, and Enzo being able to be kind of like a true winger, and then Eddie being a target man, so he could either get his big body into the box, throw it around a little bit, get his head onto it. Or he could simply just be a late runner where Marlon maybe takes a shot, lets it spill out a little bit, and then let Eddie finish it up. The other formation I kind of looked at is Tommy's favorite, a little bit of Tommy ball. And that is the 4-2-3-1. This is the one that I think we're going to be doing. And this is why I don't think Jaden's came back because there's really no room for him. It would be our four-man back line with Anderson, um, Asidu and Thomas Van Kaisel uh, as a defensive two with Bruno in front of them with Marlon and Enzo taking up the wings and Eddie playing as our target man up top. I just, this is the most likely formation we're going to see. I would be very interested to see if this is how it goes. Um, There is the big elephant in the room when it comes to how to replace uh, Johnny. Will we even be able to do real wing play without Johnny? I think so. 
Um, another thing that uh, Legion Fanatic brought up was this idea of replacing fan favorites or a dark horse signing. So I have three players that I have on a short list of, that we can replace Johnny um, and I think could be a bit dark horses. Uh, Jordan Dover, he's from Riverhounds. They could continue our Riverhound to uh, Birmingham trend. He is a heck of a creator. He is a pretty good defender. Um, I'm sorry I keep like popping the mic a little bit. This isn't great. Next time I'll bring my pop filter. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> he's a creator, man. He he would work really well with Ryan James on the other side. I think that he's not really as fast as Johnny, but nobody in the USL is. I think that he would be a bit of a different player than we're used to, but could fill that role really well. Uh, I can never pronounce this name right. Uh, Logan uh, Yola. Yola, I think. Uh, he played for the battery. He can play both wings, which would give some options if we had to rest uh, Ryan or if we wanted to move Ryan James up into the midfield, which we did last year. Um, I think this could be really good, especially if we re-sign Johnny Dean. I think that Logan would be able to go to the other side. Let's push Ryan James up into the offense a little bit more, and we could play around with some more formations, but we'll have to see. Um he is a bit of a creator, and uh, he's more of a creator, more likely to get into the box than Dover, at least from what I've watched on film, but maybe I didn't watch enough. Um, he's a decent defender. He's fine. The last one that I'm in love with, and I want us to sign him so freaking bad, and it's a player that I think would fill the Johnny role perfectly, and that is Joe Jow. He is a former FC Cincinnati player who he looked a lot worse than he was because he played for FC Cincinnati, um, who, by the way, I think is going to shock the world next year and not win the wooden spoon. Um, I don't think they're going to be good, but they're not winning the wooden spoon next year. Dang it. I'm going to, yeah, that's me putting my fist on the table. Uh, whatever that was. I, I don't know why I did that. Wait, with Joe Jow, um, he is fast as frick man I mean ridiculously fast really good on the ball really good crosser I mean it's hard to say what his defensive skill is considering the fact that FC Cincinnati was so bad but that's also the difference between MLS and USL you know and Joe is I mean he has a little bit of a Dortmund pedigree to him um, I think he played with their two team almost positive I mean, he is a heck of a player, and I think he would fill that Johnny role so well. I and mean, I am just banging the fist for this guy. If he's getting another MLS chance, then, I mean, that makes sense. But if he were to drop down to the USL, I think Birmingham would be the perfect home for him. I think it'd be a really fun pickup. So, some stuff that we wanted to talk about. Um, who would be the um, new fan favorite. That's an interesting conversation to me. I think it's pretty easily going to be Anderson Asidu. I think that we should market the crap out of Anderson, get him on every single everything ever. The other one I think is going to be Enzo Martinez. I mean, talk about like 
going from being the most hated man in Birmingham to being the most loved, I think fans are going to love other fans hating him so much. And I'm very excited for that. So I think it's going to be Anderson or Enzo. I think that guys like MVO, obviously, everybody loves the goalkeeper, especially one who is as admittedly just weird, I guess, as he is. He's not really that weird, but he seems to be weird, family man, very relatable to a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, I think if we market the crap out of Enzo and uh, Anderson, they are easily fan favorites. I also think that Eddie could be a fun one. I think the idea of the Croatian guy coming to Birmingham and we market that well, depending on a lot of things. And I don't think someone's English. Now, granted, I don't know how well he speaks English, but this is just me thinking out loud. Um, I don't. I think that depending on his level of English will depend on if he becomes a fan favorite. And I don't mean that as in, oh, if it does, people dislike him even if he scores a bunch of goals because he doesn't speak English well. I think it's the difference in being a fan favorite on the pitch versus off the pitch. I think Anderson uh, and Enzo would make for good interviews, or especially Anderson. But that is, we'll just have to wait and see. So I might have to reconsider when I come to this coffee shop um, to record because as it turns out, Sundays during brunch, this place is really popping off. <laughs> there was a girl that was just standing right beside me and she did not look very happy that I was just talking um, to myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Anderson is probably it. I think... Uh, Matt Van Oakle could be fun. I think someone who could be underrated, and this is, again, I am very biased because I love Trevor, um, but I think Trevor gives really good interviews, and I think that since he is so open for interviews like all the time, I think that he could be a fun person to go to go put on the local media as well. But, yeah, there is a lot to be covered right now. This is a bit of a lighter uh, news week, I guess, for the Legion, but hopefully we get some spicy stuff soon. Working on some more interviews. Check out the USL show. I have an interview uh, coming up with uh, the Oakland Roots League 2 Club uh, Project uh, 50 or 510. The O being a zero stands for Oakland. Clever. Um, I don't mean that in jest. I actually do like that. But I'm doing an interview with their head coach. Check out Hammering Downs YouTube. I'm starting a new YouTube series on there that's going to be like weekly working or working weekly, which is basically like me working out and doing it weekly, posting updates. Basically, it's going to be just, I really don't know yet. Basically, it's just going to end up being a, a fun little thing to keep me accountable and actually take care of myself especially if I start working full-time again. Um, just, well, I, frankly, it's important to take care of yourself, so this will be my way to do it. Um, and possibly starting off a coffee shop vlogging thing. So, yeah. Um, that's it for me. Please shoot me any ideas that you have. Um, like, uh, like, you can't like the, each podcast. Like, but you know, follow along, follow on whatever you listen on. Considering giving this a rating, I would love a five star review. But if 
you don't think this was a five star podcast if you think this is a one star be honest give it a one star review and let me know why i'm looking to do anything i can to make this a better listening experience for you like i said i want to make this my forever job so give me the feedback now so i can make it what you want to listen to but yeah thank you guys so much for listening until next time guys keep hammering on